Hi everyone, welcome to Training with Casey, where we explore animal training and living our best lives with animals. I'm Joseph Laughlin, producer of this podcast, and now here's your host, Casey Covert. Let's get started. Hey, thank you for the introduction, Joseph, and nice to be doing this recording with you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Recently, someone challenged me on animals and human care, so I just want to find out what you know about animals and human care and how you can help me address this situation. Wow, there's so many examples. I think we've told some of the stories, like the Katrina dolphins that got washed out into the the Gulf of New Mexico. And then the trainers went out looking for them and the dolphins start doing flips and spirals and the trainers brought them food and medicine and the dolphins are like, well, why don't you take us home? And so the owner of the park was 85 years old and he knew he didn't want to build a whole new park. So he arranged for them to have a life together at the Atlantis Hotel in the Bahamas. And so in order to do that, these dolphins that were very experienced with traveling, because that's what they did, they traveled and did shows at various places. The trainers brought in the slings and the dolphins were like, hallelujah. They came right up on this barge, got into the slings. They then lifted them onto a boat and were able to take the entire group to the Bahamas where they got to, or they got to, they get to live out their entire lives together. And every dolphin had to choose whether they not, whether or not they went back into managed care. And then I've also told you stories of all these dolphins that live in sea pens for various organizations. Uh, A lot of the places in Florida, and South Carolina, California, uh, all down around the Gulf Coast, these dolphins lived in sea pens and they could jump in and out. And they'd go and be gone as much as they wanted to be and then they'd show up for work. And it was actually the federal government that stopped that. And they, um, I'm not sure all the reasons they stopped it, but one is, that it's actually very risky for these animals in the wild because of the contamination of the water and the fact that people that know these dolphins might try to feed them or catch them or something like that. What about Andre? Do you remember the story of Andre the seal? I do not. I don't know about Andre the seal. Can you tell me and the fans about Andre? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about Andre. Andre was found by a gentleman who was a tree surgeon, an arborist in Maine. And his name was Harry Goodrich. And he found Andre when he was just a tiny baby. And Andre was born May 16, 1961. And Harry found him and adopted him. And uh, he raised the pup and he hoped that the seal would become his scuba diving companion. uh, According to Wikipedia, 
and he expected him to go back to the wild. But instead, Andre stayed with Harry. But then it became clear that the winners in Maine were very tough, of course. And so uh, Harry made arrangements with the New England Aquarium for Andre to be able to stay there for the winter time. So they'd fly him down to the New England Aquarium. I believe they flew him. And then he'd spend the winter there. And every spring, they'd let him loose in the ocean. And he could have gone anywhere, right? Could have gone off and had 25 girlfriends and all the things that a lot of seals do. Right, right. He swam back to Harry Goodrich. And this went on until Andre died in 1986, so July 19th, 1986. And I actually met Andre in 1977, I believe. That's like five years after the Marine Mammal Protection Act. Right. So right now, you know, we think, Harry Goodrich, what were you doing? That's illegal. But it wasn't illegal in 1961. And I guess their relationship was grandfathered in because, yeah, there's pictures of him. There's one on Wikipedia that I'm looking at right now in 1974. And Andre is giving him the typical greeting. Do you know what a seal greeting looks like? Nope. They have these little whiskers, which are like the straws on a broom that look like the vibrissae. The vibrissae, exactly. Five rows, okay, with I think they've got five in each row. But anyway, when they meet, they'll bring those vibrissae forward and touch your face. It's kind of like a blind person feeling your face. So they'll often put their, you know, rostrum or their muzzle right against you and then touch you with their vibrissae. And it's very, very, yeah, it's cool. So anyway, this is a seal that chose every year and probably more than once because the picture I'm looking at is of him on top of a boat in the harbor in Maine. So like he didn't just choose to go back home once when he got there and then they kept him inside. No, he went home to Maine and he had the best of both worlds. It is a shame we couldn't continue to do that. But a lot of things have to be adjusted. Like there's too much boat traffic to allow that to, you know, be a a good solution these days. There's too much vandalism, right? too many extremists that will go and, you know, capture the animal because they know what to do better for it. I've got tons more stories. Do you want to stop here or do you want to talk about some more? We could talk about more in another podcast too. Definitely. Shall we stop here then? Sounds good. All right. So Rest in peace, Andre. You're well loved. Awesome job. Thank Thank you. you. 
You too. Hey fans, are you enjoying training with Casey? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Casey Covert on YouTube. That is youtube.com forward slash C slash Casey Cover. Also, give the podcast a like, share, and comment. Thanks for joining us. Come back for more news and views on animal training and living with animals. Stay at the top of the pack with Casey. This is Joseph Laughlin, producer of Training with Casey. See you next time.